Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Suge Burry. Oh, ladies, we've got a great show, and I've got my co-host, Reagan Kramer, with me. Reagan, you're here. Oh, I'm so excited. Are you pumped about this? I'm super pumped. Wonderful to be here, Shug. Yes, I'm so thankful you're here. And ladies, we have got a special guest today, and the topic is a hot one. Uh, and is very applicable to today's uh, situation. It's called Women in Politics, and we have the one, the only, uh, Senator Julia Coleman on with us. Senator, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. We are so excited to have you here. Now, the election had just happened. She is a fresh senator. Um, And when do you officially take office? Yes, yeah, so I'm technically still senator-elect until January 5th. Yeah, you know, it's around the corner. It's going to happen. <laughs> Ladies, I want to just introduce her to you just for a minute, if I could. Now, get this. She is a mother with a millennial voice, um, and she's got strong conservative uh, convictions. Of course, that's why she's on our show. She's entered the race nine months pregnant mm. over a year ago. Now, ladies, think about this. Uh, nine months pregnant. I mean, you're having Braxton Hicks. You're thinking about, you know, is my water going to break? <laughs> what? And what this, this vigilant, no, what's the word I'm looking for, Reagan? Vigilant. Vigilant <laughs> woman. Thank you. I need her here to fix me. Um, is thinking about running for office and does run for office. Right. Um, she said she entered to roll up her sleeves and do something for her child's future. She states, you have held my baby while I com- campaigned. And some have said, uh, I can't be a good mother and a state senator. We're going to get into that question for sure. Uh, she is fighting for fiscal responsibility, fighting for service members in blue. Hallelujah. Uh, she is fighting for farmers to keep their land and pass it on to the next generation without being gouged. Um, Julia Coleman is fighting for small business owners able to put food on the table without a heavy hand of government. Julia Coleman is fighting for the next generation, for good education, clean water, endless opportunities before them. And you know what is super cool is that for Julia Coleman, being a mother is what drives her to step up to the plate and fight for what she believes in, in order to give my son all of our ch- and all of our children the best future mm-hmm. possible. Senator it's an honor to call you Senator-elect Julia Coleman. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been a long road getting to this point. I bet. I bet. So let's back up a little bit. Tell us a little bit about your childhood, um, you know, being raised, and then um, what got you to this point? Yeah, so I grew up in South Maplewood, Minnesota, and back then it was still being developed, and pretty much everyone who lived there worked at 3M, everybody. And my, my mother was a small business owner. She still is. Back then, she ran a in-home daycare program. And my father has been a Ramsey County deputy sheriff uh, my whole life. And so watched dad putting on a bulletproof vest to go do his job every single day. And he's still doing it to this day. And so a lot of the issues that have come up this election season have been very personal to me, whether it's small business issues protecting our men and women in blue, uh, you know, education issues. This is all personal for me. And Mm -hmm. I see that it's very important to run for this. I 
um, grew up going to Catholic school, so had a Christian upbringing, and that was a big part of who I am today. Uh, actually, I went to Hill Murray High School, so go Pioneers, <laughs> um, and then ended up going to the, the University of Minnesota and was pre-med. I thought that would wow. be the best way I could help people, and my advisor told me, you need a internship that will really stand out on your resume, something that is not political or not medical related at all. And I had a friend at the time working in Governor Mark Dayton's office. And so growing up, we didn't talk politics. I had no idea where I aligned uh, when I got to college. It seemed quite boring to me, actually. And <laughs> I thought, okay, you know, politics will stand out on a resume and actually interned in the Democratic governor's office. Wow. And after a couple of weeks there, quickly realized backup. Uh-huh. I don't agree with anything that is happening here or what they're saying or doing and ended up interning the next semester in the Senate Republican caucus wow. and thought, okay, I agree with what's going on here. I agree with what they stand for and was so inspired by my time there that I said, I'm not going to be pre-med anymore. I'm going to spend my life spreading conservative principles. And that's what I've been doing uh, since college and beyond. Wow. Look That's at amazing. Wow. <laughs> I'm in awe. Reagan, are you I'm in awe? awe. When yeah. I was your age, or, well, when I was in college, I wasn't interested in any any of those things either. So I'm so thankful that God captivated your heart for politics and to stand for some of these things. That's amazing. So you have a little boy? I do. He is 13 months old, and he, he was a miracle baby. Uh, the day he was born, he shouldn't have made it. Oh, Julia. Uh, what happened that day was I've met other mothers this has happened to, and they left the hospital without their child oh. or their child was severely brain damaged. And he came out somehow, by the grace of God, unscathed, wow. uh, regardless of the fact that he had no oxygen or anything like that. And so we named him Adam after my husband's late brother because we are convinced that mm. he has had someone looking out for him since mm. day one. And so he's been on the campaign trail since he was mm. 14 days old. We were back uh, out there and he was just, he slept the whole four hour event and let mom give a speech. And he loves going out because he gets a lot of attention. <laughs> I <bet>. I <laughs> what bet. a beautiful story. I have chills up and down. Praise God yeah. for that child. Yeah. You know what? Kids will draw the voters, yeah. you know, just bring them in. And when I heard you speak, I heard you speak personally at one of your fundraisers. And I, you know what I was impressed by, Julia, is that you are young. You're beautiful. Mm-hmm. In fact, didn't you used to be, was it Mrs. Minnesota or Miss Minnesota? I was Miss Minneapolis Miss back Minneapolis. in the day in 2014. Mm-hmm. Back in the day would be like 1959. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad. But how cool is that? You're a beautiful woman. Um, you obviously like to stand up for rights, uh, what is correct, conservative values mm-hmm. um, as well. And and so tell us a little bit um, about some of the platforms that you believe in and what you're hoping to accomplish as a senator. Absolutely. So, you know, the number one thing on my mind is what young growing families are going through. We are in a different time and a different economy than many of the people who created their families and are currently in office had to go through. So standing up for the family budgets of today is really important to me. Every time taxes and spending come before me, I'm currently on the Chanhassen City Council 
I think about not just my husband and I at the table trying to figure out how to make our bills work, but every family out there that's going through that, families that maybe aren't as well off as we are, trying to figure out how to make those extra fees and taxes work. And so standing out for their issues is incredibly important to me. Uh, there aren't any there might be one, but there's not a lot of uh, young mother voices in the state Senate right now. Mm-hmm. So I think that is an asset to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned before, uh, as the daughter of a law enforcement officer, I fight for law enforcement literally like I'm fighting for my own family. Mm-hmm. My dad has worked sun up to sundown every single day. He's been assaulted in his line of work, mm. just trying to protect the public, regardless of their skin color. Mm-hmm. And the only time he's have to, had to unholster his weapon in 35 years is to protect a person of color. Mm. And so he is so disheartened. Him and all of the officers right now are so disheartened by the rhetoric out there and the hatred towards police uh, when they have to go out and put their lives on the line for everybody. It's really hard when that goes unappreciated and mm-hmm. attacked at the same time. So those issues are very important to me, standing up for law enforcement. I was honored to be endorsed by the Minnesota Police and Peace Officers Association in my race. And then in addition to that, I believe in small government. I really, truly do. I think that a lot of the policies that come before us are well-intentioned, but they don't have the best outcomes. They end up hurting rather than helping. And so really making sure that everyone has a seat at the table, that we're not giving away all of our power to rulemaking authorities uh, in the state Senate, that we are actually looking at the impact of every rule that's coming before us, whether it's going to impact schools, businesses, local government, making sure that the size and scope of our budget stays in check. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned small government. How how would you explain that to one of our listeners who maybe doesn't understand exactly how that means or how we can stand for our rights in that? Absolutely. So when I'm talking to another mom about the importance of small government, Mm -hmm. I talk about daycare Mm -hmm. and what Mark Dayton did to daycares in the state of Minnesota. We have seen under his administration a drastic decrease in the number of in-home daycares because of over-regulation. And as a result, we have less options for more money. What we make as moms today is just enough to cover the cost of childcare. And many women end up leaving the workforce because it's actually more than their income. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not necessarily because they want to quit working. And so that starts to get the wheels turning in their brains about, oh, well, I can see how these are well-intentioned policies that go sour for the general public and Mm -hmm. why small government is important and You know, the best way to stand up for it, I tell everybody, and a lot of people get upset to hear this, if all you did was vote on Election Day, Mm -hmm. you don't get to complain. You have to put skin in the game. You have to stand up for what you believe in. You have to lobby your legislators. You have to campaign for the candidates you believe in. You have to help fundraise for them. Mm -hmm. Go knock on doors, uh, post on social media, bring five friends to the polls. If you really believe in what you believe in, you have to put in work. That's mm-hmm. good. I was just getting my hair done the other day and talking to my hairstylist, and she was talking about how voting in the primaries she thought was so important, too. And what do you mm-hmm. think that's just as important, Julia? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know how they got the candidates mm-hmm. on the ballot. Yep. And if they're upset with those candidates, well, did you have any say in how they became the people that you get to choose between? And most races actually don't end up going to a primary, especially local races. 
The reason mine did was because there was no endorsement. Uh, neither of us reached the 60% threshold, so it went on to a primary. But uh, oftentimes it's about coming out on caucus night in your state, becoming a delegate, and that is how you get to vote for who are the candidates on your ballot. So it starts actually usually right. closer to February. Mm-hmm. You know, I look back at, at your biography and your life and you know you kind of come from a political family now as a married woman um i believe that your father-in-law has been in politics before can you share a little bit about that (laughs) yes so i married norm coleman's son um for people who are listening around the country norm coleman was the mayor of st paul went on to be the united states senator from minnesota and so, yes, he is excited to have a, um, what is my family wording it as, the slightly younger but much less handsome Senator Coleman in the family. <laughs> much more beautiful. <laughs> and oh, did, thank you. <laughs> didn't your husband uh, try to run for office as well? He did. So I actually met him. I am replacing Senator Scott Jensen, uh-huh. and my husband ran against him for the Republican endorsement. Um, Scott won, rightfully so. And I was a political reporter at the time and came out to interview them both. And uh, my husband to this day says I gave Scott the better interview. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies, if you're just listening, my name is Shugbury, and this is Him for Her Radio, H-I-M, number four, Her Radio. Um, And this is Women's Hot Topics. And we have got a hot topic today, which is women in politics. We have Senator-elect Julia Coleman on with us. And if you want more shows like this, please go to our website at himforher.org. Click the donate button. This is a listener supported show. And I tell you, it's getting better and better. Hotter and hotter, don't you think? Hotter Reagan? and hotter. It is. Every week. It, and, you know, I got to ask the obvious question, Reagan, if yeah. you don't, you know, do you mind? Do you mind, Julia, if we get in deep here now just for a second? We've covered some of the surface. Oh, sure. Okay. So, Julia, what is wrong with you? Really? Why would any woman. <laughs> You know, in her right mind, even want to enter the gates of this crazy yeah. political world. Yeah. What got? I mean, what what stirred that up in you? You know, when I first found out that Scott Jensen was retiring, who we love, I by the was, way, yeah, we love him. Yes, <laughs> great man. He's leaving huge shoes to fill. Yeah. Luckily, I have size ten feet, <laughs> so may, hopefully, it won't be too hard. Um, but. I was actually napping, as you tend to do in your third trimester yeah. quite often, and woke up to all these calls and texts saying, are you going to do it? Are you going to run? Did you see the news? And I had no idea what people were talking about. Eventually, I saw the announcement and initially said, mm, no, you know, I can barely walk without waddle or without waddling. I don't think I'm going to run for <laughs> anything like at all. And then I realized that it wasn't the perfect time in my mind, but I couldn't stop thinking about Mm -hmm. the future and what America was coming Mm -hmm. to and what was at stake, uh, not only for America and Minnesota, but for the Republican Party. We were going to die as a party if we didn't start reaching young people, especially young women and mothers. Mm -hmm. And decided I'm not the type of person to just sit up at night fretting. I'm going to do something about it. And I knew that if I waited until my son was born, I would be tired and in over my head and I would not ever do it. So I made myself announce 
before he came. So I actually announced on a Wednesday, the following Wednesday, he was in my arms. That's oh oh a week later. Wow. Unbelievable. (laughs) That is such a blessing. You know what you do, though? You know what you bring to the table that's different than the average uh, politician is that you bring in youth, you're bringing new vitality. You know, oftentimes Reagan and I have shared and talked about this, that we're concerned about the younger generation. Absolutely. Uh, We're, you know, not not that we don't think they're able. We just where are they? And I really want um, our listeners to know that politics is for all ages. What, you know, what would you say about that, Julia? It absolutely is for all ages. And when I sit on Instagram, which is 90% of my free time, which is about five minutes a day, <laughs> the young people, they are engaged, but the only voices I'm seeing are far left uh, because yeah. you will be viciously attacked yep. if you stray from that. And so while my feed is virtue signaling and left-wing ideology all day long, my private messages Mm. are conservatives backing Mm. me up, saying, I wish I could say this. I wish I could Mm. post this. I don't want to lose my friends. I don't want to lose my followers. I don't want to lose my job. But thank you for saying this. And so I think that, you know, President Trump was on to something when he was talking about the silent majority. Mm -hmm. What I would encourage young people to do is to stop being afraid. Mm -hmm. And I think part of the reason that left-wing ideology is taking over is because if you're 18 years old and you're just starting to pay attention to politics because you're going to vote for the first time, all you're seeing is one side because the other side is too afraid to speak up. So if we really want to fight for the future of our party, speak up. And if people want to not be your friends because of that, were they your friends in the first place? Mm. And so be bold and speak your mind. You know, and and you bring up a good point. And I'm just going to interject here for a minute, Reagan, if I can. I have a million questions. I got got 10 million. (laughs) We got to fit it in. You know, we only got so much time. Um, Anyways, a a question is, okay, so as a new, maybe maybe an approaching 18-year-old or someone, you know, at an election, where do you hear the stinking truth? I mean, really, totally. you, you know, you can listen. And mm-hmm. I, I know that Trump talks about fake news, everything else. But it's not just, you know, there. I heard about this way before Trump was in office. Um, most of you know I do prison ministry and a lot of the news uh, celebrity type people that um, were getting arrested and put in prison said, hey, Shook, half that stuff they posted about me was not true. Mm-hmm. And so, Julia, where would you recommend people would start to learn facts and truth? I would start with Ben Shapiro. He was a big uh, motivator for me when I started getting inspired to speak out about what I believe in. He speaks the truth. When he finds out he was wrong, he corrects himself uh, publicly on his show and gives a very emotionless, fact-based breakdown of everything going on in Mm -hmm. modern-day media and then balance that out with a more left-leaning podcast. Um, You know, there's a number of good ones out there that aren't, you know, socialists, but give a moderate democratic perspective as Mm -hmm. well. So you can make sure that you're well-rounded and you're not just hearing one side of everything. And then don't, I would not recommend mainstream media on either side, Mm -hmm. really. I think you're just going to get a lot of opinions versus Mm -hmm. facts. So uh, a lot of people are getting their news online and in podcasts, especially uh, the younger generation. So that's a great, great place to start. And uh, ladies, you should be listening on podcasts to this too, over and over. Share it with your friends. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs>
Um, I love that you brought that up. Your your story is so commendable. You have a little baby and you're like, no, I need to do this. And I feel like the Lord's timing is never our timing. And and he works on our hearts and he's like, I got this. This is what I'm calling you to. And mm-hmm. in our flesh, we're like, no. And he's like, go. And there's so many women I talk to every day right now that are afraid. They're they're at home. They're praying. You know, we the first and foremost, we need to be praying for mm-hmm. God's truth to be revealed and um, for, you know, God's kingdom to be here in the way he wants his country to be run. But also, like, not everyone's going to go into politics. And it's like, what can we do? I have an eight-year-old. You know, I'm in ministry. But what else can I do in my community to spread the word in love without causing division? Mm -hmm. And that's what's so hard to see right now is the division. Yeah, I agree. And I think that if there's anything you can do to unite people on a topic, not necessarily a party, that seems to do a lot in local communities, whether it's education and curriculum and you want to get a group together to meet with school board members on a regular mm-hmm, basis, mm-hmm. or it's to get young people involved in politics, regardless of ideology, you just want them paying attention, uh, taking the politics out of it and bringing the specific topic to it seems to be a great uniting tool that people can get behind. And then it's a good way to see, oh, you know, this person isn't so bad, regardless mm-hmm. of our disagreements. Mm-hmm. And um, I agree, if you feel something in your heart, you, you absolutely have to do it. And I think that a good place to know you're on the right track, at least this is what I've experienced since I started running, is every single day you don't know if you're going to take a step off a cliff when you step forward into that day, but you just have to trust. And I think that's yeah. when you're on the right path. Yeah. Amen. Amen to that. Wow. And how are you juggling being a mom to this young little sweetheart and do, I mean, this just all happened, right? And are you technically the youngest female senator in Minnesota? Yes. uh, Currently, I'm the youngest uh, woman in the state Senate. And I believe historically as well, the youngest woman elected to the state Senate. Way to go. Yeah. I love there you go. Go girl. (laughs) But how are you juggling? I mean, it all happened, but you're, God's got you on this path. And how do you, um, how can you be present to both things? You know, I knew I wanted a busy career regardless of what I ended up in, whether it was medicine or politics or journalism. And some of the best advice I ever read on how to become all those things was don't just marry somebody who is a spouse, but someone who's a partner, truly a a partner. And I would not be able to do this if my husband believed that the housework and the cooking and the child rearing was all my responsibility. We split it all. And more often than not, he takes on more of it than I do. And so he is a true partner in everything that I do. So I would not be able to juggle this if I didn't have a partner who believed in it and supported it as much as uh, my husband does. And so he, you know, as I mentioned earlier, he's upstairs playing with our, our toddler right now. He was just running out getting groceries earlier today. And we are truly a team. We are tag teaming awesome. through this whole thing. What a great example. Hey, a shout out to Jacob. Way to go, man. Yes. <laughs> you know, what an example. Your dad must have raised you well and mom. So way to go on that. And, you know, um, that's a family as well, the Coleman's that are very familiar with politics and and what it needs to, you know, what it takes to do this. You know, we brought up so many good topics here today. 
We've talked about why would you run, how God led you to want to run, um, you know, how do you juggle family and politics as well. Um, we've got a lot more questions for you, Julia. I'm super excited about it. But the one that we talked about that really, um, you know, uh, struck my heart was young people. Find out the truth. Don't just, I mean, in fact, don't even listen to the mass media as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. And we touched base on different areas that you can go and listen to that. But you know what the most important area, the most important place you should probably start with is God's word. Mm-hmm. And I want you to dig in there. In James 1, 5, it says, if any of you lacks wisdom, mm-hmm. ask God and he will give generously to all without finding fault. If you don't know Jesus Christ, Today could be a good day to ask him into your heart. It's simple. Jesus, come into my life. I am a sinner. My name is Shug Burry, and this is Women's Hot Topics. You know I love you. Over and out. Hey, ladies. This is Shug Burry, and I'm the host of Him for Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. I am so glad that you have found our show amongst the millions of podcasts that are out there. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, would you please do me a favor? Like it, rate it, thumbs up. We're on YouTube as well, so don't forget to find us there. You can watch our guests also. Please subscribe so you don't miss a show. We also have started Him for Her Crazy Testimonies. And each of our guests that we have on the show shares their personal testimony, how they received Christ in their life. This is Shug Burry. You know I love you. Over and out.